St. Joseph Healthcare is your caring community hospital. Its mission embodies healing of the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. As part of St. Joe's wellness promotion, we are pleased to present St. Joe's Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. So do you get gassy now and then, feel bloated? Do you know what causes that? Well, if you want to know what causes that, we have the person here for you. Dr. Anjali Chopra is a gastroenterologist at St. Joseph Hospital, and she's going to clue us in on all the answers. Dr. Chopra, thanks so much for being on with us today. So can we just jump right into it? What causes that gas and that bloated feeling? Well, you know, there are two primary sources of gas. Um, There's gas that's ingested, so that's mainly air that's swallowed, and gas that's produced by bacteria in the colon. So um, swallowed air actually is a major source of gas in the stomach. Now, it's it's important to know that it's normal to swallow a small amount of air when you're swallowing your saliva, but if you chew food or gulp liquids very rapidly, um, chew gum or smoke quite often, you may swallow more air than normal. Uh, It's also important to know that uh, gas production can occur because of bacteria in the colon. Now, the colon is actually a home for billions of harmless bacteria, and some of these actually support normal health of the bowel. But certain foods have carbohydrates which are not completely digested, and these bacteria might try to digest them, causing more gas. For example, foods like cabbage, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, um, they have carbohydrates which are poorly digested and they may actually cause more gas and flatulence. So chewing, normal chewing and swallowing, you're going to get air down into your stomach, right? So is a way to combat that to chew your food better if we take this piece by piece? Exactly. So you want to make sure that you chew food carefully and just a lot slower than normal. Try not to gulp down liquids. Um, It's also important to watch your diet and um, see which foods are causing trouble as well. So I tell people, keep a little bit of a food diary. There are foods, like we were saying, um, that have carbohydrates, specifically um, like lactose and um, sometimes fructans, which are not completely digested. Um, And also make sure that you minimize chewing gum and smoking, especially if bloating and belting are big problems. So if you keep a food diary and you subtract, if you're getting gassy or bloated and you subtract certain foods, that's a way to find out what could be causing it, correct? That's correct. Um, I tell patients especially that are more aware of their gas, and that's uh, an important uh, uh, thing to realize as well. You know, uh, a normal, healthy individual does produce one to three pints of gas a day, and this can be passed um, 14 to 20 times a day. And people that um, do feel more gassy or bloated or belchy don't necessarily produce more gas, but they might be more aware of it. So writing down what to eat, um, avoiding artificial sweeteners, soda, um, all of these things will help individuals feel better. Are there other management options for someone with gas? Yeah, I always tell patients um, to try some over-the-counter things which are available. Um, For example, Beano. Beano is an over-the-counter preparation. It helps to break down certain complex carbohydrates, for example, beans and vegetables like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and cabbage. 
Um, I also tell people to try simethicone. So simethicone is uh, marketed as Maalox or Gasex. What this does is it causes gas bubbles to break up, and it's widely used to relieve gas. Um, I've also tried uh, Pepto-Bismol for my patients, and again, it's available over-the-counter. This is also going to help with that bloaty feeling, and it will actually reduce the odor of uh, unpleasant-smelling gas, which can be unfortunately embarrassing. So the steps that you just talked about, which is great information, if that doesn't work, is it time to see a doctor then? You know, you definitely want to keep an eye on these symptoms because it is important to realize that certain medical conditions uh, can cause you to make excessive amounts of gas. I tell people to watch out for symptoms such as diarrhea that's lasting more than five days, unexplained weight loss, blood in your bowel movements, a loss of appetite, unexplained fever, throwing up for greater than 48 hours, and also iron deficiency anemia that doesn't have a good explanation. So these are things that should alert uh, patients as well as primary care providers to get in touch with their gastroenterologist. So having a little bit of gas, that's normal. Exactly. So, uh, you know, like I was saying, we all produce up to 200 milliliters or three pints a day. And um, you want to keep an eye on it, you know, burping occasionally or before or after meals is also normal. And uh, a large, to a large extent, the amount of gas produced by the body depends on diet and these individual factors that we've talked about. Are there some common myths about gas or bloating that you can talk about? So I think one of the myths are that um, it is um, always worrisome. So again, you want to watch out for the alarm symptoms. In fact, bloating is probably one of the most common complaints that we do hear of um, at a doctor's office. Um, so it, like I said, it may just be that you're more aware of it, um, but it's also important to realize that um, uh, certain medical conditions can um, lead to this. So for example, if you do notice troubles with foods like wheat or pasta, you may in fact have um, a gluten intolerance, but rather than cutting it out of your diet completely, get the testing done for it. The blood tests are fairly accurate, and therefore you're not losing out on nutrients that you should uh, commonly, um, you might commonly miss in your diet. Another one is dairy. So um, people altogether start avoiding dairy, but I say again, you know, watch your, uh, keep track of what you're eating and how it makes you feel. Whole foods, goat milk do have more sugar. Those may cause problems, but your doctor might be able to do some breath, blood tests, and even stool tests for you to confirm that. I see these uh, IBS commercials on TV. You see the women and their midriffs, and they're talking about the gassing and the bloating and the rumbling tummies. Can you talk about IBS, and is that how that is connected with gas and bloating? Sure. So irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS, um, this is a condition, it's a chronic GI disorder which can cause belly pain and problems with bowel movements. Some people have frequent watery bowel movements, other people don't have enough bowel movements, and some people can switch back and forth. Um, other than diarrhea and constipation, people can, in fact, uh, complain of gas and bloating or feeling too quick when eating or even nausea. Um, it's important to recognize that um, a lot of times um, when these individuals are thoroughly worked up uh, through scopes, upper and lower, 
There is no organic disease found, but the symptoms can be very real. Um, There's not a specific test for it, but if you tell your doctor or a nurse um, your symptoms, they can usually figure it out. At times, they do need to run a few tests to make sure that there's nothing else going on than IBS. I tell people again, what can you do to feel better? So start a diary, keep track of what you ate each day and how you, fe- how you feel. Stop eating foods that are making your symptoms worse or cause you to be more gassy. Um, I tell people if you have constipation, eat more fiber. You can do this by eating fruits or vegetables or take fiber pills or even powders. And it's very important to exercise. So try to do something active for 20 to 60 minutes, three to five times a day. So it sounds like a normal course of staying healthy, eating well, exercising helps with gas and bloating as well. That's right. On that commercial, of course, it's a commercial for a yogurt. Does yogurt help? So probiotics, um, just like your uh, intestine, are um, billions of harmless bacteria. Some of these um, are definitely required to support the normal health of the bowel. Um, Some trials have shown that they do help with nonspecific stomach pain as well as bloating and gas. Um, You can get them naturally through yogurts. They are available in pills as well. I often try tell patients to give them a try, and they may help, um, especially with things like fiber, to reduce some of your symptoms. So somebody that does have chronic gas and bloating, it sounds like there are steps, there are ways, there are treatment to relieve the symptoms. Somebody doesn't have to live a life of, a life of being gassy. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, it's always important to remember, um, watch how much air you're swallowing, watch what foods are making you feel worse, um, and also watch out for those alarm symptoms. The other thing I just wanted to quickly mention, both for gas, bloating, as well as irritable bowel syndrome, is the FODMAPS diet. So that's F-O-D-M-A-P-S diet. So this is available. Um, you can have a look at it through the internet. And um, it comprises foods which are rich in fructose, lactose, and fructons. And all these foods have three common properties. They're not always properly absorbed. They do increase the amount of fluid in the intestine, and they're rapidly fermented by bacteria. So um, the ingestion of some of these foods may cause more uh, pain and bloating, and reducing their intake may help reduce symptoms such as IBS symptoms. So um, it's it's surprising um, how much food can make a difference. Great information, Dr. Chopra. You're a wealth of info. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. For more information, you can always visit stjoeshealing.org. That's stjoeshealing.org. This is St. Joe's Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.